Hallelujah. All right, so we're continuing on through the book of Enoch. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let's uh, see what he had for us today. We ended it with birth, um, chapter 12 last, last week. Um, so we're going to pick it up with chapter 13 this week. You know, um, so let me have my first reader read Enoch 13, 1 through 7, please. And Enoch went and said, Azazel, thou shalt have no peace. And a severe sentence has gone forth against thee to put thee in bonds. And thou shalt not have tolerations nor requests granted to thee because of unrighteousness and sin which thou hast thou hast taught. Because all of the all of the words of godliness and unrighteousness and sin which thou hast shown to men. Then I went and spoke to all together, and they were all afraid, and fear and trembling seized them. And they besought me to draw up a petition for them that they might find forgiveness, and to read their petition in the presence of Adonai of, of heaven. Far from henceforward they could not speak with him, nor lift up their eyes to heaven for shame of their sins for which they had been condemned. And then I wrote out their petitions and the prayer in regard to their spirits, and their deeds individually and in regard to their request, that they should have no forgiveness in the length of days. And I went off and sat down at the waters of Dan, in the land of Dan, to the south of the west of, of Hermon. I read their petitions till I fell asleep. Hallelujah. So here it is. Uh, we see Enoch speaking to Azazel. You know, we learned about Azazel last week, right? You know, and he he's the one that, all sin is being attributed to. Wow, that, I mean, man, that's a, that's a burden right there, right? Yeah. You know, um, he taught people all about, you know, uh, weaponry, you know, and warfare, as well as uh, cosmetics, you know, which uh, undoubtedly led to fornication and, you know, the death of, yeah, pretty much billions of people for warfare, you know, uh, and so said that all sin was going to be attributed to him you know so he has to carry that burden you know um and just just uh you know i don't know if i mentioned this uh you know i, I don't know if i mentioned this last week i don't think i did uh but it's noteworthy to mention because you know there's a, a very famous demon if you would or um you know uh that that people worship called Baphomet. You know, and I do believe he's a depiction of Azazel. Yeah. Azazel, um, the root of his name, you know, speaks to a goat. You know, and uh, the Baphomet is the goat god. You know, and and so, you know, uh, one of his slogans is "As above, so below." You know, and that's yeah. something that Azazel tried to, you know, tried to implement. You know, he was telling things that was from above that below wasn't supposed to know. Right. You know, and he was doing stuff below that those from the heavens weren't supposed to do. He was trying to make them the same, you know, when he shouldn't have. Amen. You know, and so him and his, and his cronies, you know, they got together and they did a dastardly deed. You know, and so, you know, now, you know, they're about to pay the piper now, you know, they, they're crying, you know, um, because, you know, they want, they want, they want mercy, they want forgiveness, you know, and uh, this is what verse six was talking about, you know, they, they want Enoch to write out their petition, 
you know, and, and pray for them in regard of their their individual needs and in regard to their request that they may have forgiveness in left of days. And so uh, Enoch is obliging them on this. And it goes on to say, you know, after he was sitting there reading the petition till he fell asleep, he's verses eight through 10 goes on to say, and behold, a dream came to me and visions fell down upon me, bless you. And I saw visions of chastisement and a voice came bidding me to tell it to the sons of heaven and reprimand them. And when I awaked, I came unto them and they were all sitting gathered together weeping and Abel's Yael, which is between Lebanon and, and Senesa, with the faces, with their faces covered. And I recounted before them all the visions that I had seen in sleep. And I began to speak the words of righteousness and to reprimand the heavenly watchers. And you know, that that's that's huge. You got a man reprimanding angels. You know, that's huge, right? You know, that's, no, that's no small thing. You know, um, you know, uh, what I have here, Numbers 12, 5 and 6, and Yahuwah came down in the pillar of a cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth, and he said, hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, Yahuwah, will make myself known unto them in a vision and will speak to him in a dream. You know, and so, you know, our canon aligns right with what Enoch is saying. You know, this is the way Yah was speaking to him in a dream and in visions. You know, so congruent with what Yah says, you know, in in our canon. You know, if there be a prophet among you, I Yahuwah will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I'll speak to him in a dream. All right, yeah. check. Yeah. You know, so we're gonna move on to chapter 14. Let me have my next reader read chapter 14 of Enoch 1 through 7. This is the book of the words of the righteousness and the reprimand of the eternal watchers in accordance with the command of the Holy Great One in that vision. I saw in my sleep what I now speak with a tongue of flesh and the breath of my mouth, which the Great One hath given to men to converse therewith and understand with the heart. As the he has created and given to man the power of understanding, the word of wisdom, so hath he created me also and given men the power of reprimanding the watchers, the children of heaven. I wrote down your petition and in my vision it appeared thus, that your petition will not be granted unto you throughout all the days of eternity, and that judgment has been finally passed upon you, yea, your petition will not be granted unto you. And from henceforth you shall not ascend into heaven unto all eternity. And in bonds of the earth, the decree has gone forth to find you for all the days of the world. And that previously you shall have seen the destruction of your beloved sons, and ye shall have no pleasure in them, but they shall fall before you by the sword. And your petition on their behalf will not be granted, nor yet your own even though you weep and pray and speak all the words contained in the writing which I have written. Hallelujah. 
Now, I'm not sure of the passage, but um, I'm not sure of the address of the passage, but I'm sure of the passage. You know, uh, Paul also speaks, uh, teaches something congruent to this. You know, he says, you know, don't you know that we will judge angels? Yes. You know, how much more so should we judge uh, righteous judgment over one another? Oh. You know, uh, remember that passage? Yeah. You know, so, you know, this, this also agrees with what Enoch is saying. In verse 5, he said, from henceforth, ye shall not ascend into heaven unto all eternity. You can never go home. They can never go home. And in bonds of the earth, the decree has gone forth to bind you for all the days of the world. You know, and this word, world, man, I should have checked it out, but I'm pretty certain it's, it's, uh speaks to like an age. You know, uh, but don't quote me on that. I didn't check it out, I guess. Uh, and then verse 7 said, and your petition on their behalf will not be granted. Because angels, you are the father. Yeah, I digressed. But, you know, they messed up. You know, nor yet your own, even though you weep and pray. You know, you can weep and pray. For the rest of eternity, it's not gonna happen. Uh, Yah is not playing with him, right? is he? You know, let me uh, have my next reader continue on to verse 8 through 16, please. And the vision was shown unto me thus Behold, and the vision clouds invited me, and amidst some sermon one, sermon me, and the course of the stars and the lightning sped and hastened me. And the winds and the vision caused me to fly and lift, lifted me upward and bore me into heaven. And I went in till I drew nigh to a wall which was built of crystals and surrounded by tongues of fire. And it became to affright me. And I went into the tongues of the fire and drew nigh to a large house which was built of crystals. And the walls of the house were like a tess tessellated floor made of crystal, and it groundwork, its groundwork was of crystal. Its ceiling was like the path of the stars and the lightning, and between them were fiery uh, cherubims, and their heaven was, the, was clear as water. A flaming fire surrounded the walls, and it postals blazed with fire and I entered into the house and it was hot as fire and cold as ice there was no delights of life therein fear covered me and trembling got hold of me and as I quaked and trembled I fell upon my face and beheld vision a vision and lo there was a second house greater than the former and the entire postal stood open before me, and it was built of flames of fire. And in every respect, it was excelled in splendor and in magnificence and extend that I cannot describe to you its splendor and its extent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's just, that's pretty, pretty awesome stuff, right? Yeah. You know, 
Uh, you know, first night I said I went in till I drew nigh to a wall which was built of crystals mm. and surrounded by tongues of fire. And he says, and it began to affright me. I think that's enough to get a person frightened, huh? mm. you know. And it says, and the walls of the house were like a tessellated floor made of crystals. You know, um, any, anyone familiar with tessellation? You know, well, this is what tessellation looks like. You know, and so he was saying the walls were patterned, you know, um, like tessellation. And this tessellation is like you have all these circles and squares within one another, you know, all these shapes within one another and within one another and within one another, and it just goes on and on, you know. Uh, so you can just imagine how beautiful that was, mm -hmm. right? You know, especially made out of crystal, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, make you think of like a, you know, a diamond, you know? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, awesome. You know, uh, verses 17 through 25, my next reader, please. And its floor was a fire, and above it was lightings in the path of the stars, and its ceilings also was flaming fire. And I looked and saw therein it a lofty throne. Its appearance was as crystal, and the wheels thereof as the shining sun. And there was the vision of cherubim. And from underneath the throne came, steam, came streams of flaming fire, so that I could not look thereon. And the great glory sat thereon, as his raiment shone more brightly than the sun, and was whiter than any snow. None of the angels could enter and could behold his face by reason of the magnificence and glory, and no flesh could behold him. The flaming fire was round about him, and a great fire stood before him, and none could draw near nigh him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him, yet he needed no counsel. And the most holy ones who were nigh to him did not leave by night nor depart from him. And until then, I was prostrate on my face, trembling. And the Adonai called to me his own mouth with his own mouth and said to me, come hither, Enoch, and hear my word. And one of the holy ones came to me and waked me, and he made me rise up and approach the door, and I bowed my face downwards. Hallelujah. You know, this is awesome stuff, you know. Uh, so it speaks about the wheels of the throne shining as the sun, and from underneath the throne came streams of flame and fire so that I couldn't look thereon. And his raiment shone more brightly than the sun and was whiter than any snow. You know, and we have descriptions of um, Yah in, in the canon that, that speak similarly, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, um, and he says a flaming fire was round about him, a great fire stood before him, you know, and uh, we even, and he was, you know, we even have some, some things that align with that too, like the seven spirits of uh, fire that, that's before him, uh, before his throne. You know, and so, you know, he says, come here, Enoch, come hither, Enoch, and hear my word. Mm -hmm. Who's the word? Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, so, so absolutely. So here it is, you know, Enoch is 
is uh man having a awesome experience you know saying you know i mean uh you know i don't dream that much you know uh but you know to have a dream or a vision you know of this magnitude is you know i would think would be just a wonderful blessing in and of itself you know what i'm saying even if you was getting reprimanded you know it would still be it would be, it would be still be super super awesome right yeah you know so uh we're gonna keep it moving on over to uh, chapter 15 15 stars off saying, and he answered and said to me, and I heard his voice, fear not, Enoch, thou righteous man and scribe of righteousness. If you if you gotta hear y'all say something, that's 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 a good thing to hear right there. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, man, that's music to any saint's ears. Thou righteous man and scribe of righteousness, approach hither and hear my voice. And go say to the watchers of heaven who have sent thee to intercede for them. You should intercede for men right. and not men for you. Uh, that's right. So, you know, this is one of, the, um, one of the things that Enoch does. It teaches us a bit more than what we understood about angels. You know, it helps us to see some things more clearly, which we do have hints of. And such as them supposed to be interceding for us. Right. You know, so we have Hebrews 1.14 that aligns with this. It says, are they not all ministering angels sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So those of us who are in the body of Yahshua, they're, they're there for us. They're ministering spirits, you know, that's sent forth for us to help us out. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, Matthew 18, 10, take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven, their angels do always behold the face of my father, which is in heaven. You don't have to be a big wig in the body of Messiah. Right. Right. You can just be a little one. Right. Amen. Amen. You can just be a little one and you have angels. Right. You have at least you have one. I don't know how many you have. Maybe some have more. I don't know. But we know for sure it says their angels do always behold the face of my father, which is in heaven. So if, if you're in the body, then you should at least have, you have at least one. You know, amen. amen. You know, Hebrews 13, 2, be not forgetful to entertain strangers for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Yes. Right. So what does this tell us? This tells us, you know, that, that not only, you know, that, hey, we have, we have, us as saints, you know, we have angels, you know, some of them may manifest themselves to us. Amen. You know, and we may have entertained them unawares. Right. You know, because they can look just like you and I. That's right. You know. So he said, you know, be not forgetful, you know, hey, you know, you got, you got, you got to treat everybody good, you know, you know, they proven themselves to be wicked and that's one thing, but you know, a stranger, you don't know, they're a stranger, you don't know, you know, so, you know, always give everybody the benefit of the doubt, you know what I mean? 
right, uh, verses 3 through 8 of Enoch 15. My next reading, please. Wherefore have ye left the high, holy, and eternal heaven, and lain with women, and defiled yourselves with the, <clears throat> with the daughters of men, and taken yourself wives, done like the children of earth, and begotten giants as your sons. <clears throat> and thou, and, and though ye were wholly spiritual, living the eternal life, you have defiled yourself with the blood of women, and have begotten children with the blood of flesh. And as the children of men have lusted after flesh and blood, as those also do, do who die and perish. Therefore, I have given them wives also, that they might impregnate them and beget children by them, that thus nothing might be wanting to them on earth. But you were formerly spiritual, living the eternal life, and immortal for all the generations of the world. And therefore, I have not appointed wives for you, for as for the spiritual ones of the heavens, and heaven is their dwelling. And now the giants who are produced by the spirits and, <clears throat> and the flesh shall be called evil spirits upon the earth, and on the earth shall be their dwelling. Hallelujah. Okay, so Yah is cutting into them now, right? You know, he says, Wherefore have ye left the high, holy, and eternal heaven? And laying with women and defiled yourselves with the daughters of men. You know, he said in verse 4, and though ye were holy, spiritual, living the eternal life, you have defiled yourselves with the blood of women and have begotten children with the blood of flesh. And as the children of men have lusted after flesh and blood, as those also who died and perished. So you're acting like those who were meant to die and perish. You know, he says, therefore, I have given them wives because they're going to die and perish. Therefore, I have, I have given them wives so that they might impregnate them and beget children by them. And thus, nothing might be warning to them on earth. You know, so they, you know, men go on to live through their children, you know. And so, and they keep passing on, you know, um, you know, uh, through their posterity, you know, or progeny. And this is another way of being eternal. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and but this was the way that Yah intended, mm -hmm. you know, for, for them to, for them on the earth to do. And then of course, you know, we, those of us who are worthy, we see actually eternal life like the angels in the end. But they, the angels, you know, they got a little envious, you know, and, you know, they wanted to alter Yah's plans, you know, uh, and so Yah is not too happy about that, you know. He said, that's why I, I didn't appoint wise for you, because you were eternal, you know, and, you know, you're not even supposed to be down there like that. Your dwelling is in heaven. You, know, you just went down there and just made a home. Right. And he says in verse 8, now the giants 
who are produced from the spirits and the flesh shall be called evil spirits upon the earth. And on the earth shall be their dwelling. Now that's huge right there. That's big. That's 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 a big deal right there. That's that's big stuff right there. Did you get that? And now the giants, the giants, the offspring of the angels, and the offspring that, that came from the angels and inter, intermingling with the women, right? The giants who are produced from the spirits and the flesh. Spirits, the fallen angels, the flesh, the children, um, daughters of men, right? They shall be called evil spirits upon the earth. So if you want to know where the evil spirits came from, Enoch is teaching. Amen? Amen. This is where they came from. They're the spirits of those giants mm -hmm. who once lived um, pre-flood. And they're called evil spirits on the earth, and on the earth shall be their dwelling. Verse 9 goes on to say, evil spirits have proceeded from their bodies. So after they died, evil spirits proceeded from their bodies mm -hmm. because they are born from men and from holy watchers is their beginning and primal origin. They shall be evil spirits on the earth and evil spirits shall they be called. Mm -hmm. So hereby, we learn what an evil spirit is. How they came to be in the earth. Knowing this information helps to clarify, you know, certain verses, such as 1 Samuel 16, 14. It says, but the Ruach, or the spirit of Yahuwah, departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from Yahuwah troubled him. So it speaks about a spirit of Yahuwah, and then it speaks about an evil spirit as if they're two different things. Yeah. Now we know they are. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Now we can see that they are. The Ruach of Yahuwah is from above. The evil spirit is from below. Amen? Amen? Now, even though Yah didn't create these evil spirits, they are still subject to his authority. Mm -hmm. right. As we see in the above verse, as well as passages such as Judges 9, um, 23, says, Then Elohim sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the men of Shechem, and the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech. And also 1 Samuel 16, 23, and it came to pass when the evil spirit from Elohim was upon Saul, that David took an harp and played with his hands, so Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Okay, so we see um, that in 1 Samuel 16, you know, we see that the evil spirit was from Yahuwah, so Yahuwah's controlling it. Yahuwah, you know, they're subject to him. Amen? Yeah. You know, we see in Judges 9.23, again, Elohim, you know, is sending it. You know, so, uh, you know, Elohim still has authority right. over him. Right. You know, and, and likewise, you know, we see likewise in verse 23 of 1 Samuel 16. But something I want, I want us to uh, see because, you know, 
this is this is huge. This is how spirits got on the, on the earth. You know what I'm saying? You know, and so you know, I figured we'd take this time to learn a bit about evil spirits. Yeah. You know, Amen. Amen. You know, so one of the things that we learned, um, even from you know, besides you know their origin and what they are and what they in fact are and how they how they got here, you know, First Samuel sixteen twenty three, it teaches us something. It says, for one, it says. David took in heart and played with his hand. And then it tells us, and the evil spirit departed from him. Speaking of Saul. You know, and so, you know, what this teaches us is that these evil spirits don't like music. Or at least they don't like a particular type of music. David means beloved. So they definitely don't like beloved music. Beloved music is Yah's music. That's right. Well, why you say that, Pastor Old Guy? Because Yah is love. Right. Amen? Amen. So if Yah is love, you know, then music concerning the beloved, our beloved Elohim, you know, is what these evil spirits don't like. Now, I'm not talking about the mother love song. You know, now you know there's four types of love, right? I'm talking, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the two types of love that's from above, not the two type that's from below. The two type that's from above is the love of love of Elohim, and also the music that you play because of the love of Elohim, and the love for thy neighbor is thy love thyself, and the love that the um the type of uh, music that you play for the love of your neighbor, such as David was playing, you know, for his neighbor saw, right. you know, to help him out and cause the evil spirit to depart. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. But the music that's made from the love of the world, mm -hmm. that's not going to do it. Matter of fact, that's probably going to cause them to gather. You know, they probably <laughs> going to hoard, um, you know, um, you know, come hang out with you and because that invites spirits. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. Oh, no doubt that that yeah. invites spirits, yeah. you know, and also the um, uh, the other type of love, the love of self, mm -hmm. you know, that that type of um, music come that come from that type of love, you know, also invites spirits, evil spirits, I should say. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, but the love from the first two, uh, the music from the love from the first two, the love of Elohim, the love for our neighbor, our neighbor, you know. It too invites spirits, but it invites spirits from going high. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, this is why, you know, this is how we enter into Yah's gates with thanksgiving and praise, right? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. All right. Let me have my next reader read Enoch 15, 10 through 12. As for the Rukot of heaven, in heaven shall be their dwelling. But as for the spirits of the earth, which were born upon the earth, on the earth shall be their dwelling. And the spirits of the giant afflict, oppress, destroy, attack, do battle, and work destruction on the earth and cause trouble. They take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst and cause offenses. And this, these spirits shall rise up against the children of men and against the women, because they have proceeded from them. Hallelujah. Okay, so here it is. Now, um, you know, verse 10 is actually making a distinct 
Um, Yah is making a distinction betwixt, you know, the root code or the spirits of heaven, you know, and those which were born upon the earth, you know, the evil spirits, right? You know, so um, even as we we seen in First Samuel 16, 14, you know, a distinction was being made. You know, now uh, take note, because this, this has to be like a really miserable uh, condition, you know. It says that they, um, these evil spirits, that is, it says that they take no food. They don't need to eat. But nevertheless, they hunger and thirst. Can you imagine that? You don't really need to eat. But you're always hungry and thirsty, so you always want it, want to eat. You always want to drink, right? So it says they take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst and cause offenses. You know, and they rise up against the children of men and against the women. You know, let's consider 1 Samuel 19, 9 and 10. You know, it says, and the evil spirit from Yahuwah was upon Saul as he sat in his house with his javelin and in his hand, and David played with his hand, and Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with the javelin. But he slipped away out of Saul's presence, and he smoked the javelin into the wall, and David fled and escaped that night. And also let us consider Acts 19, 15 and 16, which reads, and the evil spirit answered and said, Yahushua, I know, Paul, I know, but who are ye? <laughs> and it says, and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on, on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. <laughs> so hereby we learn that evil spirits can cause one to become violent. Right. Amen. These evil spirits can cause one to become violent and they can also cause them to have supernatural strength. Mm -hmm. You know, and, you know, such as we see in, in verse 16, you know, because it was seven men that this spirit beat down. You know, these are the, the uh, sons of Skeva. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, uh, yeah, I would think it would, you know, he would have had to have a little more than regular strength, you know, to, to take on seven of them. And but it's it it tell it teaches us this you know that these spirits will cause the person to become violent. Can you see that? <laughs> you know. Now it's important to note also that the evil spirits are also subject to Yahushua and his true servants as well. You know, and we see that in the response in Acts 19:15. Yahushua, he he knew him and yeah, you know, they was they was plenty scared of Yahushua. You know, and Paul, you know, they didn't want to see him either. But those sons of Skeb, yeah, they had big trouble in little China. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they got themselves in trouble, you know. And Skeb, Skeb, Skeba. Um, you know, yeah, and, and that, you know, I've actually had people bear witness. You know, to me, uh, very similar instances. You know, um, such as happened with the Southern Scouts. So, you know, be advised, be forewarned. You know, better know what you're doing. Better be in the right place. Better, 
you know, you know you you supposed to be doing that. Amen. Say lot. Let's consider consider First Samuel eighteen ten. It says, and it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from Elohim came upon Saul, and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand as at other times, and there was a javelin in Saul's hand. Yeah. Now, hereby we learn that one can also prophesy via an evil spirit. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of prophecies that have went forth from evil spirits. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. You know, people need to understand this, you know, because it's a lot of stuff that goes on under the guise of religion. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, but everything that claims religion is not hope. You know, consider Micah 2 11. It says, if a man walking in the spirit and falsehood do lie, saying, I will prosper prophesy unto thee of wine and of strong drink, he shall even be the prophet of this people. And it's sad to say, but this is this is the state of state of being that we are in we're in now today. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you you have you have many, you know, so-called prophets mm -hmm. that after the service is over, you can catch them in the bar. Mm -hmm. You can catch them hanging out at the club, mm -hmm. turning up. <laughs> You know, I wish I was lying. I wish I was lying. You know, this is where we are today. Yes. Also, um, consider Yahoo 14, 13, and 14. It says, Then said I, Ah, Adonai, Yahuwah, behold, the prophets say unto them, Ye shall not see the sword, neither shall ye have famine. But I will give you assured peace in this place. And Yahuwah said unto me, because he was having Yermiyahu prophesied just the opposite. And so that was causing Yermiyahu major issues. You know, because he was the only prophet that was saying, leave. Yeah. You know, all the other prophets saying, nah, you're not going to see the sword. You're not going to see famine. You, you know, you're going to have peace in this place. You know, this is Yah's place. You know, don't go nowhere. You know, so in verse 14, Yahuwah um, speaks to Yami Yahuwah says, then Yahuwah said unto me, the prophets prophesy lies in my name. I sent them not. Neither have I commanded them. Neither spake unto them. They prophesy unto you a false vision and divination and a thing of naught and the deceit of their heart. You know, see many of these prophets had unclean um, or evil spirits. They had evil spirits, you know, which they interacted with via divination, you know, and, you know, there's things that, you know, such as enchantments and different things that they can do in order to bring about visions. And this is how many of your so-called prophets work even now today. I even knew, uh, knew of a prophet or someone that claimed to be a prophet or a prophetess, you know, and, and they were actually reading teams mm. and tarot cards. Yeah. And then going and prophesying in the churches mm. and saying that they were prophesying of God. Mm -hmm. 
See, and that's why it's always important to ask, which one? Which one? Which God you prophesying for? Amen? Yahushua forewarns us that it's going to get increasingly harder to tell who's who just by listening to folks. Amen? You know, in Matthew Yahoo 24, 23, and 24, it says, Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Mashiach, or there, believe it not. But there shall rise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Yes, yes, yes. You're not going to be able to tell the true man of Elohim just from listening. You know, and hereby we learn you can't even go off of the miracle signs and wonders. To distinguish Yah's chosen, having the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, from those empowered with evil spirits. You know? And so, because Matthew 24, 24 tells us, they're going to show some great signs and wonders. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. You know? Now, uh, you know, Scripture elsewhere teaches us that they're going to be lying signs and wonders, but to the to the naked eye, they're going to appear to be great signs and wonders all the same. Amen? Amen. You know? And then we have, uh, you know, Matthew Yahoo 7, 21 through 23, who, which, which uh, you know, knocks it out the park. This one knocks it out the park. It says, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Now, hold on. Wait. Stop. Stop the press. These people saying, Lord, Lord, they calling Yahushua Lord. They saying that Yahushua is their master. Amen. They saying, Lord, Lord, um, he's saying not everyone that does that shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my father, which is in heaven. He goes on to say many. This word many is polos in the Greek. It means mostly all. Mostly all. I just want you to know that. Mostly all will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Have we not prophesied in thy name? Can't you see these are the saints? Mm -hmm. These are the saints, not just the saints, these are the clergy. Because those are the ones who do the prophesying. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And in thy name have cast out devils. Hold up. We talking about the clergy of the body of Messiah. Are we not? These are the ones that's going around casting out spirits in his name. Prophesying in his name. It goes on to say, and have cast out devils. And casting out devils in his name. And it goes on to say, and in his name done many wonderful works. Well, these are the big wigs. These are the clergy. These are the ones that's, you know, the creme de la creme. Amen? These these are your, these are your Benny Hens and your, your Creflo Dollars and, and, and your Jakes and your Osteens and, you know, these, you know, these, yeah, these, these the ones and, you know, Reverend, Reverend, do dirty and, and can't get right. Yeah, 
This order. It says in verse 23, it says, and then this is Yahshua speaking. This is our Adonai. This is our Mashiach. He says in verse 23, he says, and then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Mm -hmm. Woo! That's a cold reality right there. Yeah. I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Ye that work iniquity. That's the key. Ye that work iniquity. Iniquity means lawlessness. Those who practice lawlessness and have always practiced lawlessness, he never knew. He never knew. Why? Because they're children of the dark. And he is the light. Didn't he say, I am the light of the world? Amen? Well, why do I call them that are lawless children of the dark? Because Torah is light. Uh, light into my path and a lamp into my feet. Amen? Isn't that what the psalmist said? See, you have to understand. You have to understand. You have to be able to see this light, dark thing. This light dark thing is huge. It's, it, it permeates throughout all of scripture. You know, and it can save you. It can save you if you just learn to, to, to understand the light versus the dark and always go towards the light. Amen. You know, those who work iniquity don't have to arrive, and those who don't have to arrive don't have the light. True. Yeah. And if they don't have the light. They're in darkness. Right. But Yah's children are called children of the day. They're children of the light. Amen. Amen. You know, so I pray, I pray that you can see this because these evil spirits will have folks thinking that they worship in Yahshua. They will have folks thinking that they that they they really doing. Yah's works. Right. Yeah. Even casting out devils when some of them are devils themselves. Yes. And they leave out, go around the corner, and come right back. <laughs> they put on a show, in other words. You know, and and if you go to many of the deliverance services, you'll see the same people in line week after week. Right. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Well, cast it out two weeks ago. Why they back the third week? Hmm. Amen? Amen. I'm just saying, you need to understand because time is drawing now. Time is drawing out. Never before in the history of humanity have any group of people been closer to the end time prophecies coming to pass than us. Never in the history of humanity 
Has anyone been closer than us? And tomorrow, we're going to be just a little closer. So we need to learn this. Many of the evil spirits have a much higher understanding of witchcraft, sorcery, and enchantments. But they were taught these things from their heavenly parents, the fallen angels. Therefore, manifesting very convincing lying signs and wonders is not a problem for many of them. You have to understand this. You know, and so, you know, these are very old beings. These evil spirits died pre-flood. They're very, they're very old beings, many of them. You know, and, and you have to understand that they had a lot of practice on deceiving people. Amen? Amen. You know, so I want you to think about it. You know, if we can't go off miracle signs and wonders, we can't go off of what they're saying to distinguish Yah's chosen that has his Ruach Kadesh from those with evil spirits. How can we know for certain who's who? Yahshua gave us the measuring stick. If you, it's some things that you should just never, ever forget as a saint. And this is one of them. The measuring stick. The measuring stick is the only way that you can know, scripturally speaking, who's who. Who's of Elohim and who isn't. Amen. So don't never forget your measuring stick. It's found in Matthew Yahoo 7, 15 through 17. It says, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Good fruit is a fruit such as the fruit of the Ruach, Kapodesh. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, meekness, goodness, faith. You know, uh, these things in which there is no law against. But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Now remember what Enoch 15, 11 says. It says, and the spirits of the giants afflict, oppress, destroy, attack, do battle, work destruction on the earth, and cause trouble. Yes, yeah. yes. They take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst and cause offenses. This is how you can tell, because an, those who are led by evil um, spirit is gonna are gonna have evil fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. They're going to be doing these things. They're going to be afflicting and oppressing and destroying and attacking and doing battle and destroying and causing trouble and causing offenses. This is what they're going to be doing. Because this is the spirit that they're going to be led by. Amen? Amen. And those of us who are led by Yah's spirit will be doing accordingly. We will have that love, that joy, that peace, that long-suffering, that meekness, that goodness, yeah. that temperance, that faith, that gentleness. You know, we're going to have all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Use your measuring stick. Yeah, right. That's the only way you can know. Amen? Amen. 16, um, going to move on to 16. It's 
very short one, 16 one says, from the days of the slaughter and destruction and the death of the giants. Did you catch that? From the days of the slaughter and destruction and the death of the giants. And from the souls of whose flesh the spirits having gone forth shall destroy. Without incurring judgment, thus shall they destroy until the day of the consummation, the great judgment in which the age shall be consummated over the watchers and the godless shall um, be wholly consummated. So hereby we learn that the evil spirits have gone forth into the flesh of men and women. Because it says that these giants, they go they're, they're from the souls of whose flesh the spirits having gone forth shall destroy. You know, so from the death of the giants, these souls, they go into somebody's flesh. Mm -hmm. yep. They go from the from the souls of whose flesh the spirits having gone. So they're going into somebody's flesh and they are seeking to destroy their souls. Can you see that? Yeah. But how? You know, so we, we learn here that the evil spirits have gone forth into the flesh of men and women, whereby they bring about the destruction of their souls. But how? Well, let's take a look at scripture and, and see if we can't discern. Matthew Yahoo 17, 18 says, And Yahushua rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Can't you see when he got rid of the evil spirit yeah. from out the child, the child was cured. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that every ailment is due to an evil spirit, but some of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, and we can see this is evident of that when we need when um when the devil departed out of the child. He was cured. Also consider Matthew Yahoo 10 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manners of sickness and all manners of disease. And oftentimes you'll see when they got rid of the, the um, spirits, the people were healed. You know, uh, consider Matthew Yahoo 9 32 and 33. And they went out. Behold, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake. Mm. And the multitudes marveled, saying, it was never so seen in Israel. Mm -hmm. So again, you know, this is what Enoch is teaching, and it's supported in scripture, that these evil spirits, they go forth into the flesh of men and women, and bring about the destruction of their souls, mm -hmm. you know. And one way is is from you know manifesting sickness and disease in their flesh, mm -hmm. and another way it can mess with their mind mm -hmm. and cause them to 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 want things that they shouldn't want. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, during the time when um, I was doing. An exorcism, you know, uh, on an individual that the spirit that was within them had them craving orange juice. They drank orange juice morning, noon, and night. You know, 
drinking it by the gallon. Mm. You know, just orange juice. Wow. And when the spirit was cast out, they want any more orange juice. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just made me think of that. Uh, what what uh, Enoch said about they don't need food, but nevertheless they yeah. still hunger and thirst. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they have, you know, if they hunger and thirst, they they they're gonna have likes and dislikes, mm-hmm. and most likely they're going to like what we shouldn't like. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they're gonna lead us, you know, in the wrong direction. But this is one of the ways they can also cause your soul to perish by doing things that is against Yah's will. Amen? Amen. You know, which will ultimately bring about a curse from Yah on you, which also will destroy your soul. Amen? You know, so, you know, I pray everybody, you know, is learning something concerning these evil spirits. You know, Enoch 16, 2 says, and now was the watchers on who who have sent thee to, and now as to the watchers on who have sent thee to intercede for them, who had been aforetime in heaven, say to them, you have been in heaven, but all the mysteries had not yet been revealed to you. Mm -hmm. And you knew worthless ones. Mm -hmm. And these in the hardness of your hearts, you have made known to the women. Mm -hmm. And through these mysteries, women and men work much evil on earth. Mm-hmm. So Yah is pretty perturbed with these fallen angels. Yeah. He said, you did this just, you know, out of the hardness of your heart. You just being evil. You just being wicked now. Mm-hmm. You know, out of the hardness of your hearts, you made these known to the women. You knew better. Uh, let's look at an example of that. That's not coming in order, but Ezekiel 13, 17 through 20 shows an example, you know, of just what Yah is talking about. You know, it says, Likewise, thou son of man, set thy face against the daughters of thy people, which prophesy out of their own heart, and prophesy thou against them, and say, Thus saith the Adonai Yahuwah, Woe to the women that sow pillows to all armholes and make kerchiefs upon the head of every stature to hunt souls. Will ye hunt the souls of my people? And will ye save the souls alive that come unto you? And will ye pollute me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread to slay the souls that should not die and to save the souls alive that should not live by your lying to my people that hear your lies? Wherefore, thus saith the Adonai Yahuwah, Behold, I am against your pillows, wherewith ye hunt the souls to make them fly, and I will tear them from your arms, and will let the souls go, even the souls that ye hunt to make them fly. Where do you think they learned this? You know? Yeah, they learned this from the fallen angels. This is the part of the information that was leaked from the heavens. Hmm. You know, that caused men and women on the earth to do much evil through these mysteries. This is a part of those mysteries. You see? You know, and and, and so, 
you know, they manifest themselves or they come and they house themselves in your flesh and they cause you to lean towards doing all this crazy stuff type mm -hmm. stuff, you know, so that in the end, your soul is destroyed. Mm -hmm. You know, so six, um, Enoch 16, 4 <laughs> says, say to them, therefore, you shall have no peace. So at the end of the day, Yah is flat out denying their petition and telling them, no, you're not going to have no peace. You're not going to have none of what you're asking for. And you're still going to watch your children die, you know, and you're going to be right there, you know. And, you know, so I pray that, you know, I thought this was like super revelatory, you know. I pray everybody learned something about yeah. evil spirits today. Yeah. That's all I have for you. I pray it was a blessing. Yeah. Yeah.